What's going on, y'all, and welcome back to the No Limit Lab. I'm your host, Elon, and today we're going to be talking about going over and reviewing John Wick Chapter 4, a rated R 2023 action neo-noir two-hour and 49-minute film. This is the fourth installment in the John Wick franchise. We've had three installments already. Number four, here we are, Chapter 4, starring Keanu Reeves, everybody's favorite. Uh, the budget for this film was $100 million. The director is Chad Stahinsky, Stalinsky, Stalinsky, something like that. Release date was March 24th, 2023. Music composed by Tyler Bates, Joel J, Richard, and uh, screenplay by Michael Finch and Shay Hatan. And uh, yeah, okay, so the description of this film, with the price on his head ever increasing, legendary hitman John Wick takes his fight against the high table global as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld from New York to Paris to Japan to Berlin. Okay. So, they teased in John Wick Chapter 3 a couple of years ago that he was going to be going against the high table. That's kind of what this film was premised on. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and go over briefly John Wick 1, 2, and 3. So, John Wick 1, he, kill, uh, well, he, he assaults the son of this, uh, well... He kills the son of a Russian mob boss who then wants revenge on him. He ends up killing the Russian mob boss. John Wick Chapter 2, uh, he is basically brought back into the game of being a hitman by another man who tells him, you owe me a favor. John doesn't want to do it. John gets his house destroyed because of that. And John Wick ends up going back into the game of being a hitman, killing this guy on Continental Grounds, which the Continental is a hotel that is run by the high table. There are multiple things, uh, hotels of these throughout the world. And in the New York hotel, you're not allowed to commit any, um, you know, acts of violence, not commit any act, acts of anything on Continental Grounds. John Wick ends up killing this man, which basically puts him in, makes him excommunicated, excommunicado. And then he ends up being on the run for the third film where he has a bounty on his head, basically, from every single assassin trying to kill him. Uh, the third film is just like a big cluster of just action fighting fight scenes and just, you know, because uh, every film takes place right after each other. It goes the first film, right after that's the second film, right after that's the third film. This fourth film is the only film where we get a break, or well, John gets a break in this sense where he gets some time to recover. Because those other films, they call him Baba Yaga for a reason. Like you're, he's gonna fucking survive. And um, this film, it takes place. They don't really get specific on how many years later it is. I'm gonna say maybe it's like a year later, uh, because. At the end of the third film, he ends up teaming up with Winston, the guy who runs the um, who runs the Continental in New York. And what ends up happening is that the high table ends up coming after them, and they defend they defend the Continental. And Winston's plan was basically to show the strength of the Continental by doing this. And when this happens, that he's basically rewarded the hotel back as he kills John Wick. So he pulls a gun on John, shoots him as John falls off the building and hits multiple ledges and ends up hitting the ground. So at that point in that film, that was the only part I did not like about that film. I, you know, I could stand the, like, you know, the dodging bullets and like, you know, uh, I guess bulletproof, battleproof suits that they wear. I just did not like how he felt like it's it's a it's a bulletproof suit. It's not like going to prevent you from breaking your arms or your legs. I don't know. I just didn't like how he fell off the building and he was still like alive. I'm like, ah, it's a little little hokey. And he is getting picked up off the ground by Lawrence Fishburne. Um, and it's like a whole like there's a lot of sleuth of characters in these films that uh, you can all really enjoy. 
Lawrence Fishburne. Everybody has their own. Uh, Lance Reddick, uh, rest in peace. Make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, yes, Lance Reddick. Scott Adkins is in this new film. Uh, Donnie Yen. Uh, Donnie Yen is in this new film. Bill Skarsgård's in this new film. Rina Sawayama. Uh, Ian McShane obviously plays Winston. Uh, Hiroyuki Sanada is um, in this new film. Lawrence Fishburne obviously plays the Bowery King. Um, we got a lot of people. Uh, the third one actually had Halle Berry. I thought she was a great addition to that film. But without further ado, let's get into it. We open up this uh, new film, John Wick Chapter 4, with John uh, in the Bowery's training. Uh, the Bowery King basically is an introduction. And you see John just punching these fucking uh, pieces of wood. His knuckles are bleeding. He's hardening his fists. And it's just like a great little fucking cool scene seeing John Wick being John Wick being badass. I love just the kickstart of this film. We kind of get where we left off a little bit, not too long after, maybe like a year. Um, and he goes, John, are you, like, you ready, John? Yeah. And John does his yeah thing that he says. And that's one thing you kind of have to expect with these films. Don't expect, like, I've learned after, like, I learned when this film kind of got started. Like, you know what? Throw the fucking... Well how, come, well, how did he not break is this or how, like just throw it out the window and I'm a little, I'm gonna I'm get why I kind of I kind of regretted saying that towards the end of this film but um after John Wick 3 I was like kind of like you know what I don't know I may not have really liked the ending I enjoyed the film and I can watch I can watch all those films again it's just after John Wick 2 don't really look at that don't really look for like I don't know don't look for like holes in logic too many times i guess you can say now that won't excuse bad writing if there's bad writing it's just like you know these these are the, these are the films that you go to see when you're you know with your friends and you want to see like a fucking action film like think of your 80s action stars and then just think of john wick you know kind of taking that place um he starts going after members of the high table he goes after the man who i believe took his ring in the third film or took his finger and uh, he kills him in the desert. I thought, th I thought this was cool. He's in his fucking suit shooting at these guys who are on horses with swords. And they're like, holy shit. And he's just shooting all of them on his horses. Like, I thought this was cool. I thought we were going to have a compilation of him going after the high table. We really didn't. I think he ends up killing an elder of the high table. But that was about it. Uh, but as this film is going on, we get introduced to uh, other characters, such as Bill Skarsgård's character, who is playing... Um, Marquise de Gramont, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, also, sorry if I kind of sound congested. I have a little bit of allergies, so I'm going to do my best right now. Um, but he plays Marquise de Gramont. I, I like Bill Skarsgård. I enjoy Bill Skarsgård every time I see him and stuff. Um, I think he's been kind of typecast in the villain role now, which I don't see a problem with. Um, he does great here playing like this, like, he has like this weird accent. I don't know if he's French. It sounds French. Marquise de Gramont. I, I don't know. But he does great. Um, he is the bad guy in this film, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about some stuff what made me a little disappointed with this film, because I really enjoyed the film, I just kind of was disappointed towards the ending, um, we end up having, uh, Winston and, uh, Sharon, who are basically paying for what happened with, uh, uh, John Wick surviving, uh, Marquise tries to say it's not about John Wick surviving, and he ends up killing, um, uh, Sharon Hood's Lance Reddick's character, rest in peace to the man in real life. This was kind of sad because you're like, oh man, like he does die in this film. And he's basically killed because Winston told him like, you don't need to come to this. Like, this is just for me. Like, this is just me to, you know, and, uh, he ends up getting the, biting the bullet instead of Winston as like punishment for everything. 
when Winston probably would have been the one to bite the bullet if he wasn't there. And uh, they have a quote in there called "Such is life." They keep they keep saying every time like shits like happens or like when bad things happen. Like, yeah, such is life. So it's kind of like a really sad moment that happens. Um, but as we're going on, we got John going after people of the high table or attempting to go after people of the high table. This film is basically just based off of that. We have uh, Marquis Stigermont. He recruits a guy by the name of Kane, who is played by Donnie Yen, who's a blind man in the film. He plays the blind guy in um, Rogue One from a Star Wars story from like 2016. So it was great to see him here. I know my friend said he was in some uh, Hitman films or whatever. I don't know what they're called, but he was telling me you got to watch those films. I'm like, eh, I might check them out. I don't know. But uh, he does great. He basically wants to see his daughter. And he can't, obviously, because he's just brought back into this game of being a hitman. Him and John obviously have some history. And uh, it's a, it's just a whole little thing where it's like everybody... You have all these characters in this world who have backstories and histories with John Wick. And it kind of makes you want to see a prequel. Where you want to see stuff like, what happened with these guys in the past? What happened here? So he's basically forced back into everything or else like they're going to do something to his daughter. Which he kind of has to end up doing. He doesn't want to go after John because they're friends. And, uh, you know, he knows him. Um, all this stuff is going on. We're introduced to the Osaka Continental, which I thought was cool. I love seeing always when they go to different places in these films. They go to the Osaka Continental, which is um, ran by uh, Shimazu. Or Shim yeah, Shimazu, who is uh, uh, Hiroyuki, uh, Hiroyuki Sanada. He is the guy who... He's also in the Wolverine films. He's also in... Uh, oh, he's also in The Wolverine. He's in Rush Hour 3. He's also in um, The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. So if you've seen him in those films, that's probably where you recognize Because I recognize him right away. I'm like, bro, I've seen this guy in so many films. What films have I seen him in? Uh, he basically is Winston in Japan, in Osaka. He runs the Continental there. And like I said, I love seeing the different Continentals. I love seeing all the different types of places that they go to. Um, we have another character. I don't really remember his name. He was just a tracker. They didn't really say his name from what I remember. He's played by Shamir Anderson. Uh, he has like a dog. He goes around. He's another hitman, I guess. A tracker, another hitman, I, I guess you could say. And um, John has a bounty on his head again, even bigger bounty. And all these people are after John. John somehow gets to Japan. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know like what he took. Did he take a plane? I don't remember. But he's he's in Japan. He's like a fucking ghost, and he's on the top of the roof and. Uh, Shimazu goes to the top of the roof to go talk to John Wick and, uh, his daughter who is played by, um, uh, Rina Sawayama, Akira, his daughter Akira is obviously the, runs the front desk of the hotel and she doesn't want to, um, she doesn't really want to like, she knows that John is going to, um, how you say, she she knows that John brings chaos and brings death wherever she wherever he goes. She brings it up to him, and it's one of those things where it's how do you say? Like she's right. She's she's absolutely fucking right. She's absolutely right when she says that you know everywhere John goes, he brings death and brings lives lost, and it's true because is that because John's the, is that is that supposed to symbolize just because John's the boogeyman or is it just because that's who John is like they have a the thing that constantly go out in this film or that John that's just who you are you're a killer at heart there's nothing you can do to change that that's just who you are and it's like okay like I understand if they're gonna kind of like harp on that but it's true it's true in a way and I don't I'm not sure if John realizes it 
Um, I think they would make him kind of stupid if he didn't realize it. I think he does. I just don't think he likes to acknowledge it very well. Um, but as all this is going down, uh, uh, Marquis sends his basically his best hitmen to go to the Continental to represent the high table to go after John. And um, they have like some of the every fight scene in this film is not is not less than five minutes. They are like 10 minute fight scenes like there will be a scene where it'll be John uh, John um, Shimasu and Akira in the hotel versus like all the hitmen. And it goes on for like 10 minutes, which I don't mind. I like seeing these fight, these one shot fight scene go down because you could tell a lot of choreography, a lot of work was put into these. Um, I, I was with my friend Hunter and we're watching this. And like when it went to Japan, we're like, oh, this looks fucking sick. Like uh, Shimazu had all his people. He had his sumo guys that were in the back guarding everything. He has his assassins, his hitmen with their swords. Like they shut off the lights of the building, basically telling the high table members to fuck off and get out of there. Because it's like, I run this continental. You ain't doing shit. And um, they send in uh, Kane, who him and Shimazu have a history together, which I thought was cool. Uh, they basically like, come on, just give up. Like, I don't want to kill you. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt anything. I just want to see my daughter. And he's like, you know, I can't do that. So I was like, oh, this is so cool. Just seeing like, you know, friends become kind of little enemies here. And you see the, uh, the fight scene play out between, uh, Kane and his men versus, um, you know, Shimazu and his men. And, uh, like I said, I like that they have these bulletproof lined like suits that they wear. And it's always cool seeing them fight back and just, like, all, all these different counters that they show, their guns. It's just so cool to see. Like, when they pulled out their arrows and just aimed it at all of them, like, oh, this is cool. One of, the main guy, the main hitman guy who got his, uh, he got shot with an arrow and it went through his fucking hand or it blocked by his forearm or something. Everybody else got killed. I thought that was cool seeing it happen. I knew right away when this guy blocked the arrow with his fucking forearm. I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's surviving till the end. Something's going to happen. He's not dying right away. And as all this fight scene goes on, you get a lot of cool visuals, a lot of cool stuff in the dark. Kane, uh, they have a, a scene with Kane where he's just like in the kitchen eating some soup or something like that. Well, they're like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, help us, help us with this. And Kane has these little motion sensors that beep every time people walk by them. So he knows where people are, obviously, because he's blind. Uh, we got a lot of cool fight scenes in the kitchen. We get scenes with John Wick on the roof with Shimazu where they take like a shots. And uh, Kira sees him. She's pissed off at her dad. Like, you brought him here, like, oh my god, like, we're all gonna die, blah, 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 and just a really cool fight scene, a really cool bunch of scenes here at the, um, Osaka Continental, um, I right away knew, I'm like, oh yeah, Shimazu's not gonna survive this, and he ends up not, he ends up dying, uh, he gets a chance to survive, but his pride and his ego get in the way when he's with his daughter, and, uh, Kane ends up killing him, we get, what's his name, uh, the tracker, He's in a couple of these scenes. He basically is going after the bounty as well. He has this little, like, ledger, this little thing that he writes notes in or draws photos in. And I guess one of the things in his little book is to meet John Wick or fight John Wick somehow. I don't know. He has drawings of him. I thought it was a little kind of funny. He has this cute little dog that's a uh, obviously a dog that, you know, is vicious when it needs to be. And you know the John Wick universe. The John Wick ha movies have to have dogs. They have to have these goddamn dogs. And it's, it's cool. I like seeing the dogs. Um, this was probably my favorite scene in the film. Well, honestly, my second favorite scene in the film with the Osaka stuff. Um, we end up getting John uh, traveling. Uh, and he ends up going to all these other... He ends up going to all these other places. He goes to Berlin. He goes to all these other places. And he ends up meeting this guy by the name of Killa, who is played by Scott Atkins, I think with a fat suit on. Either with a fat suit or got fat. 
but he's basically like this scene to me basically ripped off the batman like the, the <laughs> me and my friend were talking about I was like bro this scene is the batman like this scene is the batman just with the penguin fighting back killa is basically the penguin the whole club that they're in is basically the ice lounge whatever the hell it's called in the batman and it has a lot of it's like bro the scene is like straight the batman it's got like dubstep music in the background while they're fighting um they play like a card game where you have kane you have the tracker they're all there and at this point like i'm not gonna lie when like the the osaka scene was so long that i thought that when we got to this part of the film with killa and i think berlin i was like oh bro the movie is close to ending here fuck no it wasn't this movie wasn't even halfway well, i think it was like not even halfway over at that point and this movie was damn near three hours long that's one thing i saw people complaining about this war i didn't mind it i kind of was like getting a little groggy at this point in the film where they're with killer and they're like doing the card scene but i stayed awake and i guess i don't know it's it, it, like i said it ripped off the batman in my opinion I don't know when this film was made, but it was like, if you put this scene in the scene with the Batman when they're in the club with the Penguin side by side, you're going to see a lot of similarities. I'm not sure if they did it on purpose, because I know there was another scene in the film where they took straight from the Warriors. Um, my friend told me that as we're driving home. He's like, bro, that scene was like from the Warriors. I'm like, I've seen that movie once. It's all right. I don't really remember. I don't understand the hype behind it. Um, but yeah, they, they took that scene straight, a scene straight from the Warriors and just like a scene straight from the Batman. Um this guy killer is like running from john wick john wick shoots him in the ass and like they're having a fight and they're fighting each other and he's kind of getting the best of john wick he's no some fuck he's got some moves it's played by scott atkins and john and him have a fight he john gets thrown down like i said this just shows like that john can't die i'm like bro john cannot fucking die what's going on here and they get a lot of cool fight scenes with him versus some of his hitmen and john ends up killing them obviously and we end up getting a thing where he throws the fat guy off of the, uh, he throws Killa off of a ledge. He goes, why won't you die? And John throws him off the ledge and the guy, he breaks his fucking neck and he dies. He's in a really funny position when he dies. He's like, Ur. his like eyes are staring off like, I'm fucking dead. So that was a pretty cool scene. John obviously taking more fucking damage. The bounty gets higher on John. They end up coming to an agreement that basically John is going to represent Winston in a, uh, what is it? they call him uh, a gentleman's battle or something like that where like you you draw your weapon you take 10 steps you take like 30 steps back and the closer you get that's the closer you get to death basically um they basically say oh yeah well uh, uh what's his name clancy brown uh is uh, who plays mr krabs is in this film he plays like a representative of the high table that uh shows up he reminds me of the man in black from the michael myers and curse of michael myers at the end of the film um he's cool in this film at this point i'm like where the fuck is the high table at like what are we what are we what's going on here like are we gonna see the high table and i was like okay they're setting up john wick five okay understandable they weren't <laughs> as this all is going down they basically have an agreement where um marquise and john are gonna fight each other or duel each other in a you know a gentleman's duel and um marquise basically plays his cards right where he ends up having kane represent him instead that way he doesn't have to potentially die and uh if john wins winston gets back the control of his hotel it gets rebuilt and if marquise wins that doesn't happen and john dies and this like i, don't, I, I like this whole thing playing out like how they're like i always notice like how when shit goes down in these films like it's always like 
it, it's there's nobody acknowledges anything going on it makes me wonder like how many people are like how many people are, are fucking assassins how many people are just normal individuals because there'll be just mass shootings in these films and like there's no every civilian either has a gun and they're part of the whole thing or there's just like it's like what, what how come nobody acknowledges this? i don't know is there like a, an unwritten rule an unwritten rule in this world where like if you see shootings just ignore it it's part of the high table i don't know i don't know um i don't know as things are going on we get all this other stuff we get um we get uh john basically like bill skarsgård or marquise basically says like oh john's not gonna make it to the duel tomorrow and you're like okay john's gonna have to go through more fucking hoops to get to where or to get to the battle tomorrow morning at the church that they have to meet at and as that happens he puts another fucking bounty on john an even higher bounty so everybody's going after john this is basically john wick chapter three within 30 minutes like of all these assassins and wherever they're at, just going after him. This is when they copied the warriors here. This chick starts talking into a mic and it's on, on the radio, like saying, okay, all you people out there, our little bird is running around this area. Like they copy the warriors, which I didn't, I thought it was just a cool scene, but my friends like, bro, this is the warriors, the warriors. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, right. I saw the warriors once and I thought it was whatever. I didn't really care for it. Um, but yeah, I, I, we watched the scene from the warriors and yeah, this is a copy scene from the warriors and homage to that which was cool. It kind of makes me wonder if anybody in this film was in the Warriors when they were younger. I don't know. But as all this is going down, John goes to all these different parts, I think of Berlin where they're at. And he is running around and he's getting, trying to get killed. People are hitting him with cars. He's getting shot at. He's fucking dodging everybody. That same assassin guy that was with, um, uh, Marquise is after him again. He's still arrived. He's still arrived. He's still arrived. And he's going after John. The tracker is going after John. He's telling Marquise, like, hey, raise the bounty and I'll kill John for you and I'll do this other stuff. And they have, like, a lot of funny scenes back and forth between them where it's not meant to be funny. It's just situationally funny where he's like, raise the bounty. I'm not raising it. And he hangs up on him and he calls him back with another phone. Like, hey, like, I'll raise the bounty. Okay, raise it again. Like, God damn it. Like, you're just, it's just funny. Um, all of this stuff is going on. And John basically is just avoiding death again, killing all these people. Like I said, these are all cool scenes. Like I'm like, bro, this is fucking cool. I could see how for some people they could be like, this is kind of getting old now. It's the same old fucking tomb tomb dodge, dodge, arm drag, jujitsu move, shoot in the face, miss, arm drag again, jujitsu move, shoots him in the face, misses again, arm drag, jujitsu move, and then shoots under his neck somewhere and kills him. Like I could see why some people would get upset and be like, this is fucking boring. This is the same fucking shit we see in all the films. It's just a constant, constant, choo, 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 boom, 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 constant, constant, constant. I didn't mind it. I could see why some people would say that. That's like one of the big criticisms that I've seen for this film and the John Wick films in general, like the later ones, like three and four. As all this is going on, John's getting hurt. You're like, ah, John's fine. He's, he's fine. He's fine. And he has to get to this church before uh, sunrise and he goes to all these different parts of Berlin or wherever it is they're at. And he is just like running around. Huh, huh. And I love the transitions with all these things where like they show each part he gets into. He ends up getting a motorcycle. I'm like, oh, Keanu gets a motorcycle. He has to. That's just part of his contract. Um, he's running around. And then they have my favorite scene in the film, which is like straight out of Dead Ops Arcade. They, he goes into this building where all these guys are coming after him. 
and he ends up getting like these rounds are called they're called dragon's breath where like you shoot them and it just shoots a bunch of fire sparks at somebody like the the the, the bullet explodes midair and just covers you with fire and and sparks and flames and i thought that was cool and john ends up getting the weapon and they have like this um this top-down camera uh, camera view where like the camera is above everything and you just see john walking through all these different parts of the out of, uh, of the building and like he's just shooting people like this was my favorite part of the film i just love the camera work it reminded me of dead ops arcade it was just such a cool little scene uh the tracker and john end up getting into a fight john has the opportunity to kill the guy he doesn't kill him he ends up saving the guy's dog instead uh the tracker ends up like kind of feeling in debt to john because of that and like he's, he had the chance to kill me basically but he didn't he saved me and he saved my dog john has to save a dog it's part of his contract um we end up getting like the dog just constantly goes after um the main like assassin guy it was just hilarious seeing like this guy get his fucking shit pushed in by a dog every single chance he uh, every single chance the dog gets we end up getting to one of the best scenes of the film where john is like finally he's like okay he's here now he has to climb these long ass stairs to get up to the church but lo and behold there's more bad guys and it's like ah oh, fuck um as John's going up the stairs, he ends up getting his shit handed to him multiple times. Uh, he gets right to the top. Like, he takes out all these guys, and he gets right to the top. Right to the fucking top of the stairs. He gets fucking knocked back down. <laughs> just starts rolling down. Like, this was funny, seeing him just roll down all the stairs. And you're just like, god damn, he's, like, not gonna make it. I also forgot to mention, too. Uh, there's a part that I kind of just like don't really remember from this film, but I guess like John gets like welcomed back into this like Russian like fucking mob group. I don't fucking know. He gets this uh, branding on his arm. I don't really remember it. I just know that he gets like welcomed back into it. I, I, like I said, I thought this was all going to play into the next film, which it's not. I don't think it is. I don't know what's going on. We'll, we'll talk about it, but go back to the stair scene, John gets knocked down all the stairs, and also too, even if I'm not going over it, you guys gotta watch the film for yourself, it's, it's a three-hour fucking film, if I go through every single little fucking scene in this film, besides the important stuff, and, and when someone said that's an important part, I didn't really feel it was, because I didn't really feel it pertained to the end of the film, we'd be here for hours, I'm trying to keep this review in under 45 minutes, uh, maybe under 40 minutes because I want you guys to be able to have a decent length review, not an hour long. It doesn't need to be an hour long where I can discuss the film, what I like, what I didn't like about it. Kind of a little bit, little bit of scene by scene, not too much because I don't want to spoil too much. Like I'm spoiling stuff, but I don't want to spoil too much to where it's like you went through every single detail. Why the fuck do you need to watch the film? You need to watch the film. Um, and then we're going to talk about potential sequels, prequels. So as he's going up to the top of the, um, he's going up to the top of the uh, stairs, he ends up not making it, and he gets knocked back down. Kane ends up coming in to help him, basically saying like, "No, I'm gonna fucking help you. We're gonna take you back up here. We may be dueling, but you're not dying this way." And uh, he goes, "You owe me one." All this other stuff. Like this was this was a cool little thing. And I always like how they have these little these little lines that they go like, "You owe me one." Like so they end up going back up. They fight off all these guys, and I'm getting back up at the top. They end up um, getting through, and it's just funny because you you go to Winston, and you go to um, uh, Clancy Brown, and you go to um, Marquise where he's sitting in his chair, and you just hear all this gunfire in the background. Like he's just getting, and they keep panning back to him and John and Kane, and you just see Marquise getting even more nervous as the film, as like the scene is going on, because like motherfucker, they're getting closer. And then when he gets knocked down the stairs, you kind of say, okay, he's like, yep, I, I did what I had to do. Like he ain't coming up now. Nope. Lo and behold, they end up coming back up, 
and I believe the dog ends up getting John Wick, uh, not ends up getting, uh, killing the fucking, um, the main assassin guy that they hired, uh, that that Marquise hired to begin with, and we finally get that guy dying. Um, we end up going to the top of the stairs. You see John and Kane walking up before sunrise, and it's like, well, they're here now. You end up having their gentleman's duel where it's basically like you get this old marksman pistol with one bullet and they give them a bullet. All right, turn around, take 30 steps, you know, that way and then turn back around and then you're going to fire when they say fire and they both kind of hit each other. They graze each other a little bit. Then they take 20, uh, they take, was it 10 steps forward again and they get one bullet fire. Oh, okay. There's still a little more damaged. John gets grazed a little bit. Uh, Kane is obviously more damaged at this point and they go 10 steps forward and they get ready to fire like they're really close to each other and they fire John gets hit in the ribcage area and falls to the ground basically <gasps> can't barely breathe Kane gets hit but he's not dead and this is when Bill Scar like Bill Skarsgård basically says like oh nope hold like I want to make the final kill like I'm, I'm ready and what happens is he goes in to take the pistol I'm taking the final shot I'm like basically I'm using my coup de gras, which is the ending. Coup de gras means ending. And he goes up to point the pistol, and Winston goes like, "You dumb, ignorant fool!" And he's like, "What?" He John never fired his bullet. <gasps> and then boom, John fucking shoots him in the head and kills him. That was fucking sick. I'm like, I thought John shot. <laughs> John shot first. Just Kane. Kane shot first. I thought this was cool. John saved his bullet, and he took the bullet instead, and. Because he could have killed Kane if he wanted to, but he didn't. He'd rather take the bullet, and he killed um, Marquise. Clancy Brown's like, all right, the battle is over. Like, you gentlemen are free to go, everything. You get your continental bag, Winston. And he walks away, he goes, and he leaves. Um, and yeah, John is free, set free from his uh, pursuit from, pursuits from the high table. And I'm like, okay, now John's going to basically recover again. And he's going to... Um, <laughs> he's going to like you know survive no john basically tells winston can i go home now and he goes you're you yes you can john and then john gets up and he starts walking down the steps takes off his belt takes off his jacket and he sits down and he collapses and he has one last thought of his wife and he dies john wick fucking dies in this film earlier in the film they mentioned what they would put on their graves. They asked John, what would you put on your grave? John says he wants loving husband on his grave. John Wick dies. John Wick passes away and he falls to the side. And we end up seeing um, um, the, the Bowery King and Winston at John Wick's grave. And John basically like his, he died. They buried him next to his wife and it says loving husband. And the film, uh, basically ends with them walking away from his grave you know talk about how john helped them out and everything and that's it the film ends okay and there's a post-credit scene the post-credit scene where kane finally gets to go meet his daughter or he goes to see his daughter again he goes to bring her flowers and akira who wants revenge after kane killed her father um she basically walks up to him with a knife and they allude that she tries to kill kane and then the scene is over <laughs> I, I thought that, that I thought that, that post credit scene was really misplaced. I thought they could have put that in the mid credit scene. I didn't think we had to wait all the way till the fucking end. But yeah, John Wick dies, and that is the end of the John Wick story, I guess. Um, 
Okay. I'm going to talk about some things that I'm kind of irritated with with this film. Like, I like the film. I really like the film. I think it deserves its rating. It's got like an 8.5 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes. I personally think that this film left a lot to be desired, I guess. They tease going after the high table. He doesn't even fucking... He kills, like, what? A high table elder? That's it. Everybody else is kind of just like, huh. Like, well, what happened? Like... I thought they were going to go to John Wick Chapter 5, John Wick the High Table, and he's going to go kill all the members of the High Table. No, he didn't. Like, he's dead. So, like, I guess they're never going to show the High Table. Some people are like, I like how they don't have the High Table shown. We don't see them. I don't know. I, I kind of wish he went and went and killed after the whole High Table because when this film hit the halfway point, I'm like, bro, where's the High Table at? Like, who's he going after? Is this killer guy going to be a member? And he's going to kill him, and that's just a tease. And then the next film, he goes after the other members? nope the the what's that the one fucking buzz cut buzz cut chick from the last film she didn't even fucking come back i wanted that stupid bitch to die fuck her i hated her in the last film i wanted her to die but no they didn't even bring her back to kill her she's alive she's still alive somehow so i guess that they're gonna make a sequel with akira i heard that they're gonna be making prequels of this film which it's fine but it's like keanu reeves like you better hurry up and make them because you're going to say, oh, this is like, you look at him in John Wick 1, he looks significantly different from John Wick 4. So, I, and it's been a couple years since this film has been made. I, this film was like filmed back in like 2020, I thought. 2020, 2021. It was supposed to come out last year. So, I don't know. I I, I don't mind him. I, I mean, I was shocked with him dying. But, I mean, for the next films... I don't know. I would. I would have kept going. I. I. I, I don't mind. I would have did a team up film with John Wick and Hutch uh, from Nobody because it's the same director, same writer, I believe. That would have been a fucking cool team up film. But we're probably not gonna get that now. Like they could do like a prequel. They. They, they could. They could do a prequel. But I, I don't know. You can't do it now because they're both technically dead. Uh, I. I don't know, man. I don't know at all. Um, I, I enjoyed the film. It was really fucking long. I heard, I, I was reading that the original cut was supposed to be like four hours long, and then they re they realized, holy fuck, we got to cut some stuff out. Um, I don't know. I would have liked to see a four hour cut. Fuck it, let us see it. It don't matter to me. I'm I'm down either way. Um, but yeah, it looks like we're not gonna be getting a John Wick five. We're probably gonna be getting like another film with the Akira chick, which eh, it's whatever, I guess. It's not the same as... Ke it's not Keanu Reeves, so I don't really care. I'll still probably see it. But, um... But, yeah. Maybe she's gonna go after the high table? I don't know. Like, if John Wick can't kill the high table, I don't... Why, why the fuck should I believe she can? Unless she gets a bunch of other people. But, it's... I don't know. I think this film franchise is gonna severely lack without John Wick. That's the main reason why people... People go see it because of Keanu Reeves. They don't really go to see it because of the side characters, if I'm being honest. But, yeah... Um, I hope we get some prequels. That'll be cool. Uh, about like the impossible job that he did for the Russians. I want to hear that one. Um, I hope we get a, I wish we can get a fucking, a, a fucking team up film with him and Hutch from, uh, nobody. That would be fucking cool. But we'll see. That's if Keanu wants to even keep doing them. I have a feeling that he might regret killing off him, killing himself in this film or, you know, dying in this film. I don't know. I think the studio will regret that. 
Uh, they can't bring him back. Like, he's dead. Unless they, unless they go full supernatural, John Wick comes back from the dead. He's the boogeyman. Boogeyman can never die. And unless they do some shit where, like, <laughs> oh, God, I could see them doing this. John Wick was never actually buried. Like, he didn't die. Like, he passed out and almost died, and they kept him alive. I don't know. Maybe they cloned John Wick. I don't know. That would, that would go really into just sci-fi territory. But who knows? I enjoyed this film. I think you guys will enjoy this film. What would I give it? Solid probably 8 out of 10. Like I can enjoy this film again. I watch this film again and enjoy it. Solid 8 out of 10. Hope you guys enjoyed this review. I hope you guys watch the film for yourselves. Um, I hope the John Wick franchise continues. I don't know how, but I just hope it does. And yeah, this was a good film. Thumbs up for me. It's just really long. Prepare to have some popcorn, have a drink. It's going to be a while. Um, shout out to everybody who did this film. Shout out to everybody who filmed this film. I think even during the pandemic, they filmed this film. But shout out to all you guys. You guys did a great job. I enjoyed it. And yeah, that's all I really got to say. You guys have a good night. Don't get caught in Berlin. Don't steal scenes from the Batman or Warriors. And I think you guys will be just fine. Just, you know, don't piss off the high table. If you don't piss off the high table, you'll be fine. All right, guys. This has been the Nolan Lab. I'm your host, Eloy. Have a good night.